This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Welcome. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. You're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, training, education, and development. I want to give special thanks to Mr. David Wolf for his production of these podcasts. The following episode is a combination of a variety of things. As I'd like to think, I'm an expert or have significant knowledge with managed service organizations, dental service organizations, uh, because we've developed over 15 practices over my 36-year career. And I've dealt with the DSOs, created my own DSOs, and sold these DSOs to MSOs. For the new listeners, basically the difference is one is venture capital and equity-backed group, and the other is generally a dental-backed group. Both, along with private practices, have the same goals. That's to expand their business, make them more efficient and effective for a better bottom line. I'm not here to push you one way or the other, but lately for the last several weeks, I've been listening to the news and listening to the cost of what's been going on with attorneys and lawyers and the representation of their clients. I also uh, was privileged to listen to Elizabeth Holmes and what's been going on with Theranos and the amount of money in excess of over $300 million in legal expenses for them to defend uh, their business, which is now uh, less than zero as far as a net worth is concerned. And the reason I bring this up is I've had some difficulties with managed service organizations. Perhaps some of those difficulties were brought on by myself. Perhaps uh, it was brought on by them or a combination of both, but that's beside the point. The cost to litigate these differences were in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. The hours and time wasted has been enormous. In my 36-year career, I have had partnership problems, employment chip problems, a combination of problems, and along with managed service organizations. And for our listeners, I can tell you this straight up. If you're going to pick a fight, Make sure you pick a fight with a group that you know you can at least control the finances. 
I can tell you with the MSOs, there's almost an unlimited bottomless pit of money, experts and accountants and attorneys, and they can bury you in time and effort. And I would tell the listeners, before you join an MSO, before you consider signing papers with MSOs, it is critical that you have a team that supports you that are experts in the managed service organizations. If you don't have that, trust me, if a problem occurs, the ability to litigate, the ability to continue the fight, and the ability to come out winning or ahead or even breaking even is actually almost impossible. I can recall walking into several meetings where there were no less than four certified public accountants, six lawyers, and uh, other expert testimonies. And I can just tell you that as an average dentist, most of us will not have the financial means to put up the fight. So even though you may be clinically correct, even though your business may be clinically correct, in the end, if you don't have the time, finances, and expertise, you're probably going to lose the battle. Or if you're fortunate enough to win, when you look at the actual cost of that litigation and your time and effort, I would think that in the end, you'd say to yourself, you still got the hell beat out of you. So the message today in uh, this particular podcast is we hope that all discussions, all issues, and all contracts lead to an amiable reconciliation where both parties give a little bit, both parties take a little bit, but in the end, there's a compromise and a solution to the problem. But if anybody's been through a divorce, if anybody's been through partnership disputes, I think we all know that in the real world, it can get personal, it can get mean, it can get ugly, it can be drawn out. What the MSOs are particularly concerned about is protecting their reputation, because if they allow one dentist, one partner, one individual to break away, that leaves the door open to potentially hundreds, if not thousands, of other partners or investors. Their main concern is most of them know that their situation is they want to control as tightly as possible the management and the day-to-day -day workflow along with the production and collection. But as most dentists know, in most states, at least 38 states, an MSO cannot own a dental practice. It is up to the dentist. So in many cases, what they're looking for is a managing dentist, and I don't mean this in a derogatory manner, but basically someone that they can push and manipulate to do what they want. So the orders are coming from a non-dentist to a dentist, and that dentist understands uh, without it so clear in the contract that there are certain things that have to be done, certain ways that things have to be done, and if they're not, trust me, you probably will not find yourself the managing partner. As far as this podcast is concerned, I would like to say if you have questions, if you need information, I have been doing my consulting business now for five years, and I find it extremely rewarding. I am still a full-time practicing dentist. I have now three practices since I sold the 15 practices to a managed service organization, and I'd like to think that I'm non-biased, and I can try to help you if you're considering joining, competing against, 
or working with an MSO. The name of my consulting is Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, and management. I'd like to give special thanks to Vocal Supply Company who provides the expertise, training, and education along with the materials to provide a high level of dentistry on a day-to-day -day basis. I also want to say special thanks again to Mr. David Wolf and his expertise in producing uh, these podcasts. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Have a great night, and I look forward to speaking to you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.